All right, hello and welcome to the League Podcast. We are on episode six. It's crazy to think we've gone through six episodes, but yes, we are on episode six of the League Podcast. Today we bring in our good friend Luke Ducray to see what his thoughts are on his playoff appearance and hopefully what could be a really, really uh, long career for him in the league. We got some things to some business to take care of first. We had two playoff wildcard matchups go a little bit differently than expected. Um, in the first one, Ben and Colton tried to play golf instead of uh, football by trying to see who could score lower. Ben ended up scoring lower, which means Colton advanced. Uh, in a really low contested contest, lots of injuries, lots of bad uh, luck there. But I mean, pretty much, uh, it was just kind of who was going to mess up the least, and ended up being Colton with some big days from <laughs> Joe Burrow and AJ Brown. The other matchup included uh, another surprise, and Danny Angle got his first ever league playoff win against the heavy favorite Elliott, who had gone 10-1 and this season and is now out in the first round of the playoffs. Elliott's team had kind of been over, in my opinion, uh, a bit a bit, you know, overhyped during the season, but 10 wins is nothing to sniff at, and Danny did not make that close. He pretty much killed him. Um, so good for Danny there, um, and really good to see both Colton and Danny continue to do well in these playoffs. Um, we have two matchups coming up. We'll talk about those at the end with a little bit of our pick segment. Um, and I think it should be some good matchups. Once again, today we bring on Luke DeCray, uh, one of the two of the newest members, one of the two new members of our league. We're going to talk about some cool things. Um, Luke's been an awesome guy to hang around, and it's really been cool to have him in the league. And I would love to say that, uh, you know, he's uh, kind of. Helped keep the, the tradition of new owners being successful, and I love that. I really do. So uh, without further ado, we're going to bring Luke on, and uh, hopefully we'll get into some good conversation. Here's the League Podcast with Luke Ducret. All right, as we continue on the League Podcast today, we have a very special guest joining us. He is the second of the two new owners in the league, and actually is the only new owner left remaining in the playoffs. Uh, he is a long-time Penn State fan, four-year Penn State attendee, and probably will forever be a rest-of-life Penn State football fan, along with his dad and his Uncle Mike. We are, of course, talking about none other than Luke Elliott DeCray. How are we doing there, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. I'm just enjoying my Thursday evening, uh, heading to sports trivia in a little bit, so see if Stump the Swami works as well as Stump the Schwab, but we'll have to get to that uh, get to that later. Um, for, uh, for, for our podcast here, uh, you currently are in a playoff matchup, are you not? Yep. How, how does it feel to be in the playoffs? Feels good. I really didn't expect to be in this position in my first year in what's obviously a very competitive league. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm super happy with where I'm at. I would be happy if I were you too. Yeah, first year in here, um, and yes, in a very competitive league. Somehow you've navigated your way to the league semifinal after winning a division. Now, granted, that division wasn't as competitive as the other division but you know we won't split hairs here you know you won your division you, you're in the semifinals of the playoffs likely favored against you know Danny Anko who's had a good week but still tech, you know more often than not a weaker opponent um 
yeah, just t- tell me, how did you, how, what was your strategy kind of navigating through the first year? Because I'm sure everybody has a little bit different idea of, of how to get through that first season. Um, I mean, I have a draft strategy that I kind of always follow. Um, so I did that, and um, I, I think I just did that really well. Um, worked out for me. Uh, and then beyond that, I mean, I'm, I'm just really attentive to uh, my team week to week. Um, I am not afraid to pick up players off the waiver wire, so I've been doing that a lot. Uh, I always do that a lot, particularly with uh, defenses and kickers. So um, I, I've done a lot of that. Um, and, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't really have any particular secrets beyond that. Um, so I think it was – Doing that stuff well and a healthy dose of luck too. A healthy dose. Well, there's always a healthy dose of luck. Uh, maybe not as much as Ryan or Elliot typically get, but yeah, I would say there's on average you're gonna have a little bit of fortune here throughout the season, and we've talked about that before. Uh, other other than you know kind of luck, I I I think there is some skill in there because if I remember correctly, you were in a fantasy league with Colin. And Coos and a couple other your roommates a few years back is that correct? Yeah. And and did you not also win that league too? Pretty sure I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how well that translates, but it seems like you must have a knack for this type of thing, wouldn't wouldn't you say? I like it. Yeah. I mean, I, I again, I pay attention to it. It's interesting to me, and so I uh, devote a good bit of time and effort to it. Probably more than I should, but it's more, fun to win. So. <laughs> more than you should. I don't know what the Johns Hopkins Applied Research Lab would have to say about your fantasy football effort versus your effort in the lab, but I'm sure that you do well enough there that they don't care. Um, I definitely did not check my lineup during a meeting yesterday. <laughs> he definitely didn't definitely see it. Definitely didn't happen. Definitely didn't check if that player was injured or not and if he had to pick up his replacement. Um <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're as dedicated as we were hoping you'd be here, Luke, and you've had a lot of success so far. Um, we'll talk a little bit about your matchup with Danny later on in the show. But another part of being in the league isn't about necessarily winning or losing. It's also about meeting some new people. And I think you knew probably a good half or so of the league before you came in. Like what, Colin, myself, Dan, Ryan... I think you might have met Hunter before, uh, maybe Chase a little bit. But at, besides that, there are probably a good five, four or five, six people you haven't didn't really meet before, um, or at least didn't see in kind of a fantasy context. Am I right in saying that? Correct in saying that? Yeah, I think the only one I haven't uh, met in person at this point. Maybe I've even have I met him, Elliot. I think I I don't know if I've met Elliot in person yet. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people think he doesn't exist. Um, but <laughs> but as as he did show up at our draft party last year for fantasy baseball, so I hope that that rumor has kind of gone down. And uh, but yeah, I think you've met. Most I was of, there, so yeah, I did meet him. So yeah, I so, met everybody so you met person. you've met everybody in the league. That's that's awesome. So there we go. So we we have he's met everybody in the league. Um, but I think competing in a fantasy league sometimes shows you a, a different side of a person that maybe you would have seen as a friendship or meeting them for the first time or, you know, being in a class with somebody. Um, so I want to ask you who your favorite new league personality is. 
somebody who you you just appreciate their you know it's either funny or you think it's you know it's, it's they're doing a really good job or maybe they're doing so bad that it's funny or so good that it's you know kind of I don't know it was tell tell me what's maybe take me through your process thought process or who's your favorite new league personality so maybe this is a basic answer but I was gonna say Dan uh, yeah because I just didn't realize. Uh, how dominant his team typically is in this league. Um, and it's funny to see how, you know, uh, dominant he is this year in terms of points for, mm-hmm. um, and obviously his record. Um, but his points for is just really impressive. He's like 200 points ahead of everybody else or 150. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is, that's so that, I mean, that's, uh, that was cool to see. Okay. Um, I also, uh, just having fun um, playing again with uh, Matt and Colin is. I mean, they're not new to me. I've played with them before, but it's it's funny to see them in this league and uh, actually have a much considerably better team than either of them do. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's there's a there's a degree of satisfaction that comes with that. I'm <laughs> It's it, it, it's one thing to stick it to some strangers, the people you know, but it's even better when you can stick it to your friends, right? Um, exactly. Especially when they expect to do better than you, you know, and you're like kind of surprising them. So, uh, no, I I would agree with that. And going back to Dan, I mean, the thing that not only it's not just that Dan is good, it's that he's good, but it's the way that he's good. You know, you know the old like the old like old man Dan character, like you know sitting back in the armchair, but like you know. He, he's been in this league long enough that like you'd think that he would be good enough to like win consistently but this is the first time and you're, you're coming into the league at, a, at an important time this is the first time that Dan has kind of been sitting on top so I think it's I just think it's funny that, that you that that's, yeah, that that's your observation but so many of us picture him as like the the person that like keeps like trying to reach a cup in the top shelf but can't quite get it you know, like, like, you know, like, it's like he wants something so bad, but it's really, really difficult to get it. And that's kind of how we see Dan. And it's funny that you, you kind of now see him as, you know, the kingpin, you know, and, and he is right now, without, without a doubt. He's certainly at the top right now. But it's just funny as you, that you kind of see him as the top and we kind of have seen him historically the one that's kind of reaching for the top. But anyway, I just think that's interesting. I took him down once, and I can do it again. Mm. Okay, that's, that's the attitude that I have to carry forward. If I if I meet him in the finals, it's gonna happen again. Well, that's a certain possibility, especially with the way that Dan's team has been playing. I think he definitely is a favorite over Colton, and the way your team honestly played through most of the season, uh, you're probably the favorite over Danny. So there's. We we're gonna chalk it up on the old on the old Swami's board. I mean, I'd say you're probably, you know, the favorite to get in. But you know, hey, anything can happen. Both both upsets won last week. Both wild card teams did win last week. So you never know. This is true. You never know. All right. Um, well, I think we're gonna take a short break here on the league podcast. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna go through a new segment uh, called character. <coughs> excuse me, characterizing. The Chili Peppers is Luke's favorite band is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And we're going to see which songs of the Chili Peppers match up with each owner of the league. All that and more, we come back on the League Podcast. The League Podcast is brought to you by Seagram's Ginger Ale. 
the only type of ale that has both ginger and semen in it, Seagram's Ginger Ale. Get a pint or bottle of yours today. Okay, and we are back on the League Podcast. We are once again with one semifinalist, Luke DeCray, otherwise known as the DeCray Man. How did that nickname come up anyway, Luke? Uh, it was a play on the Day Man uh, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I think Matt was uh, watching it, and then uh, at our apartment, I walked in the door, and he just went, the gray man, ah, and it stuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, hey, tell you what, man, that's one hell of a way to get a nickname right there. So shout out to Coos for coming up with that, because that has been used in shorthand many a times. Anyways, uh, to Cram, we are on to the uh, segment we call Characterizing the Chili Peppers. We're going to go through 11 popular Chili Pepper songs, which I think all of them you know, correct? Fairly well? Yep. You could probably tell me like the year and album all of them are in, right? Ooh, that's a challenge. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd be willing to take it on, you'd be willing test to... my skills. All right, well, we'll do that. So I'll tell you what, we'll do this. All right. I'm going to give you the song. You're going to tell me the name. And just give me the album it was in. I don't need the year. Just the album that it was in. Okay? Okay. And then what owner you think matches most with the song? All right. All right. We're going to start here with our first song. You ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. This is uh, Californication, which I believe was on, was it Blood Sugar Sex Magic? Um, it's that, I get a little fuzzy in, in before, correct. by the way. This is in the Californication album, actually, but you're close. Oh, right. Californication <laughs> is an album. Yeah. Wow. That's okay. That's all, all right. right. It's all right. We're still going. Uh, and which owner would you assign with the song Californication? Uh, I'd assign that to Ryan. He's got a laid-back California type of vibe. Okay. I can agree with that. And there is another California song, but we could. We, there's other reasons why someone could be like California. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll start there. All right. On to our next one. Under the Bridge, um, I'm gonna, uh, so Under the Bridge is, which album? Uh, I'm not as good at this as I thought. It, uh, is this Blood Sugar Sex Magic? Uh, or is, I don't, I don't remember. Um, all right, this is I gotta figure out where the thing is. <laughs> yes, this is Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Sorry, okay, I was looking for the uh. 
I was looking for the uh, the, uh, the album cover and I couldn't see it because the recording thing was covering up. Anyway, yes. All right. And what order would you assign to Under the Bridge? Um, I'm gonna assign it to Matt just because uh, Under the Bridge, uh, his team is underperforming a little bit but also the song just has a laid back vibe that I associate with him I, I don't know why I just I don't have a really good reason for that one okay. to be honest with you it's just kind of what I'm feeling okay <laughs> I, I, I can appreciate that alright you ready yeah here we go ready Okay, this is Can't Stop, which is on By The Way. Um, this I have to assign to uh, Dan Feger, because his team is pretty unstoppable at the moment, or seems so. That's, I, I think that's a good rationale. Can't stop. He's, he, can't, he can't stop winning, and he also can't stop smoking marijuana. So, you know, it's... <laughs> I think he gets absolutely blazed almost every night. But yes, it's a good reason there. Alright, next song. This is Other Side, uh, which I believe is also on the Californication album. Yes. Um, Other Side... Hmm. I'm. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I guess I'll I'll go with I'll go with Evan because his record is exactly flip flop for mine. Ah, um, the inverse. So he's on the other side of. He's on the losing side. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good rationale. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. Ready? Here we go. Next one. Almost halfway there, Luke. All right. This is our issue, which is on, by the way. In um, oh, incorrect. Oh, is it not? Incorrect. I'll give you a second is this guess. This is also Californication. Damn it! Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> wow. I thought, like, so there are songs in my head that I, uh, Philly Rapper songs in my head that I associate strongly with being, like, four or five years old. Right. And... I kind of just had it in my head that all of those came uh, from By The Way because that album came out like when I was, you know, three or four. Right. So it makes sense. But yeah, that one, I guess that one predates me then. It does. Because uh, what year did Californication come? Or was, was that 99? That was 99. You got it. 99. It doesn't predate me. Okay. Right. But, but like we would have been very, very, very young. Like if you're one year old years, would have remembered listening to that. I tell you what you had some amazing fucking ears back then all right <laughs> i knew oh. about uh girls and push-up bras way too early 
<laughs> Good stuff. And who, right. who would you assign scar tissue to? Scar tissue. Um, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna assign that to Hunter because he gotta be scarred after a season like his. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, I think. I think. I think. Especially because of how many good seasons he had, this was a big surprise, I think. Um, but yes, I think we would agree with that. All right, next one. Halfway there. Here we go. All right, this is Snow, um, and this was Stadium Artemium. Yes, right? yes, well done, okay. Luke. Well done. And then Snow, further north than Newark, but, you know, I guess you're right. Yeah, he did definitely move a little bit further north. All right. Here we go. We'll keep going. We are now on this. That was song number six. If you're on to song number seven, Luke. Ready? Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. Minnesota for uh, kind of a training for his new job or something. So that's he's moving out west, and his name is okay, Danny. Directionally right. So you're directionally correct, and his name is Danny. So I like it. I like it. I like it. All right, we will keep on rolling. All right, and now we go here. All right. By the way. By the way, <laughs> um, <laughs> who do I associate with? Who do you associate with? Yeah, this is the By the Way album. If, if people couldn't pick that up from the thing that says on the By the Way album, but yes, continue. Um. Okay. Give me. Give me a second. Hold on. Uh. 
playoffs bracket. Let's go to the playoffs bracket. Let's go to the playoffs. Let's go to the playoffs. Um. So the apparently, uh, I've heard that. Uh, by the way, is like a biblical phrase, or that's how it originated. It's it's by the way of God. Okay. Um. So there is there is no other way uh, that uh, Colton could have uh, made the playoffs unless unless uh, you know God's on his side with uh, yeah. for the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, unless God's on his side. So we'll go with, we'll go with Colton on that one. He got to the <laughs> semifinals by the way of God, according to Luke Cray. Okay. By the way of the football gods. By the football least. gods. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, the football gods. All right, only uh, we'll go three songs left because you still have to assign one to me as well. But yes, three you have three left. You ready, Luke? Yep. All right, here we go. Ready. Oh, this is Dark Necessities. This is coming really strangely through my phone it, it doesn't it didn't sound immediately like dark necessities because of the distortion it's a little distorted um, from our from our playing system yeah it might get better as we go on uh but dark necessities came from dark necessities that was the name of that album right yeah it's another title track yep another title track um Uh, who have I, I've got you, yep. I've got Chase, and, uh, who else? Elliot, I, I think, is the other one, right? Myself, Chase, and Elliot, uh, right? Oh, yeah, Elliot. Alright, well, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with, uh, with Chase on this one, because... Uh, I don't know. He's a he's a party animal, so he's he's driven by dark necessities. I don't know. <laughs> he, he is probably one of the biggest party animals left in our league because he's still in college, and you know I'm I guess I'm technically still in college, but I think grad school is a little different than being an undergrad still. So I, I will yeah. I will attest with you and agree with you on that one. All right, two more, Luke. Two more. Kids, nope. On... Not not correct. Not suck my kid. Oh no! Wait, this is uh, give it away. Yes. Never mind. Give it away. Um. So who is who is giving it away? Well, and uh, what album is this on? What album is this on? Uh. I do not know. I feel like this is you said the that you said era that, of blood sugar sex magic, but I don't know. Yes, that it, it is. This is, this is this is blood sugar sex magic. Okay, cool. Um, that uh, I don't know. I, here's. I'm gonna have to go with you on this one, Ben, um, because 
I only have you and Elliot left, and of the two of you, you're the one who's given away more wins. Oh, that's more true. Games. I have given, and I definitely gave away a big win last week. So, you know what? I can't, I can't fault your, your logic there. All right, and we have one more. By default, assigned to Elliot, I By guess. But we'll hear what it is. Ready? Yep. It's not another title track. It was the first song on there, and probably their most popular, but it's not called Black Summer. What is the name of this album? I don't think I'm going to get it, because I think I've forgotten it. I only remember uh, of the new ones, Return Return of the Dream Canteen. Is that one's memorable? It is. But that one... That's not the, the one that this is on is the one that was before that. Which Correct. Is the one that I forget what it's called. Yeah. This one what is, is called Unlimited Love. Yes. That's right. Yes, Unlimited Love. Yes. This was their penultimate album. You are, you are, I think you are correct. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I guess you are forced to assign this with Ellie, but I'm going to make you come up with a reason. Um, okay, wait. <laughs> Uh, uh, where's the, hold on, I, I'm coming up with a reason, playoff bracket, playoff bracket, uh, because he lost in round one of the playoffs, didn't he? He did. So... Yeah, that's 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 why it's, uh, it's, it's a dark time for him because he got he made it all he fought it all the way to the playoffs and then lost in the first round. Um, you know that would that would definitely be a dark time for me. I'd be pissed off about that. I think I think I'd be pissed off too if I was on. Oh wait, that did happen to me. Shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. Yes, so that did happen to me. Uh, that was uh, our uh, uh, characterizing the Chili Peppers uh, segment with Luke. Uh, when we come back, we'll finish up with one of my favorite Luke stories and see what his pick against his new foe, Danny Angle, will be. All that and more when we come back on the League Podcast. The League Podcast is brought to you by... Red Hot Chili Peppers, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Chili Peppers, Red Hot Chili Peppers on tours. Yeah, go see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Go see them now on tour on the Red 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 Hot Chili Peppers tour. Enjoy your Chili Peppers, Red 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 Chili Peppers tour now. Buy tickets on Ticketmaster. They suck. And we are back on the League podcast, still hanging out with our friend Luke after we just finished our last segment, and. Luke's, Luke's been known to have a, a, a heavy appetite for the years, for both fantasy football and for food. Would you agree there, Luke? 
Absolutely. Uh, he's once been described as having a, a hollow leg, and this brings <laughs> this brings me to one of my favorite Luke stories, and I don't know if I can tell it quite as well as Colin can, um, but back when Colin and Luke and Matt and Ben and whoever else they were living with in a couple different times were all staying together, uh, they would often find their way down to Jersey Mike's, which was a popular sub-eatery down off, what was that, Fraser Street, Luke? Um, I think when it was here, right? Yep. Down on yep. Fraser Street. They've since, I think they moved it down to South, South Atherton, if I remember correctly now. But you, Oh, yeah. yeah right. Which is quite a shame because, you know, can't can't do this anymore. But they would often go there, and Jersey Mike's has uh, pretty good food, you know? Pretty good yep. subs, yeah. Uh, but they, they also serve pretty big subs. If I remember correctly, they serve, uh, is it uh, 16 or 18-inch giant subs, Luke? I think it's 16. 16 inch. Okay, I'll make you sound a little less, a little less like a glutton. Uh, 16 inch subs. I just don't want to brag. <laughs> I just don't want to brag. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one night, they've done this many times. You know, they were down there, and of course, every time Luke, you know, Luke, they all order a, a giant sub. You know, Colin and Matt, if they're not struggling to finish it, they're like barely finishing it. But Luke will finish it with ease, and after every time, what would you say, Luke, after you finish your sub every time? I was like, that was good. I could definitely eat another one. And, you know, like, they probably thought he was kidding the first few times, but he just kept saying it. So after, like, the third or fourth time, I think Colin came up to him and was like, well, all right, Luke, here's the deal. You put your money where your mouth is, you go eat another sub. And did he say they'd pay for it, and they would cancel their lab the rest of the night to watch you finish it? Yeah, well, that wasn't part of the deal. That was all. That was all Colin. That was I mean, Colin. He, yes, he wanted to watch me do it. He so wanted. Yes, he wanted. Was going to cancel his lab. Of course. So like, <laughs> he decides he's going to do it, and Colin's like, "Oh fuck, I got it." So he cancels his lab for the night. So watch this spectacle of human consumption. Um, Luke had already. What was your first sub, Luke? What was the first sub? Do you remember? What was uh, it was some sort of cheese steak. Okay, first, uh, probably probably the big Kahuna would be my guess. I probably, think. yeah, I think that's what it was. But Luke goes up to order the second sub, and a smart man would put something in there that would be easy to consume, like a ham and cheese or a turkey and cheese, or even just you know like a, like a chicken or something like that. Um, Luke, can you tell can you tell the lovely audience what sub you ordered that night? I guess a smart man may have done that, but I cannot claim to be a smart man. I, my logic was, you know what will pack down and fill around on top of the sub I just ate is tuna. It's heavy, it'll, and it's, it's like, it sits sort of like clean, solid and liquid, it'll like just flow around that other cheesecake so that, that, that's what i ordered is a, is a tuna salad sub. a tuna salad sub now <laughs> the, the, many people even when they are hungry wouldn't order a tuna salad sub from jersey mike's um just because tuna salad is probably not the typical sub accoutrement of your average joe or jane but luke decides that he's gonna he's gonna get this sub right and i think because, of course, I was not there for this. This is all, like, third or second-hand third knowledge. But Luke began, if not sweating profusely, he began struggling to the point of, like, physical 
exhaustion. Is that correct, Luke? Yeah. And uh, yeah. I'll go continue. I, do, I, I, will, I, I can expand on that and say specifically when it hit was they cut the tuna salad sub into four approximately equal pieces. Um, I got through three of them, and that's when I started to really bog down was on that fourth one. Yeah, that, 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 that fourth one, I think, was when you started to really go, oh, shit. But... As any good competitive eater and friend trying to show up another group of friends will do, is you put your head down, you get past the food wall, and you force it down. I think that's what happened that night. Am I correct, Luke? You are correct. I felt like I was on the verge of throwing up. Um, I also felt like rather than going to my stomach, that last quarter of a sub stayed lodged in my throat, like in my neck, in my esophagus for about an hour. Well, you do have um, a big neck, so it's not that hard to feel I think that's possible. Uh. I don't know what the max capacity for a human esophagus is, though, even if you do have a long neck. So I don't know. I, I assume it's really unpleasant. <laughs> I think it's made out of stretchy enough material it could, it could kind of expand a little bit. Not as much as your stomach. But yes. So, uh, yes, Luke somehow finished not only two, one giant sub, big kahuna, he finished two giant subs, with the second of them being a two to sound. All in one sitting, and I don't know the, the entire time. Colin did have to cancel his lap, so sometimes you guys probably were, what, uh, two hour, an hour and a half or so you think it took for you to eat both subs? Yeah, it probably took me, like, half of that time just to eat the last quarter of <laughs> last the quarter of That's the... exaggeration. But, <laughs> you know, that was, I, oh my god, that took so long just to get down that last four inches of the tuna sub. It's, it's always the last bite that does it, man. Like, you can get most of the way, but it's that last little bit that you're, it's tough to power through, man. Oh my goodness. Well, anyway, that's probably one of my favorite. I have many favorite Luke stories. That's probably one of my favorite Luke stories, mostly because it shows two things. It shows a bunch of friends trying to both make fun and also one-up each other, which in this case, Luke was kind of challenged by his friends to get there. But it also shows determination, and that's something that we need in the fantasy football field is determination to finish things and see things through. So on that note, Luke, your matchup against Danny these next two weeks, how do you think it's going to go? Well, uh, you know, I have to I have to pick myself for the win uh, over the course of the two weeks. Uh, you know, yes, I am, uh, if you look at the projections, uh, a bit behind right now. Um, uh, he's definitely the uh, favorite for this week, uh, Danny is. Um, but that, uh, is the result of me having a, uh, handful of players on by, um, and a handful, well, handful are out, so that'll carry into next week, right? But, um, I've got a handful of players on by who I usually play who are important to my team, um, 
Terry McLaurin and uh, Antonio Gibson uh, are the, the two standouts there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Lamar is questionable week to week. So if he comes back, you know, he's, he has a big impact. We'll see about that. Uh, then I've also got in my, in my lineup right now, I've got tough uh, matchups. I've got uh, Dak Prescott is uh, going up against Houston's defense, which is second in the league. Uh, in defenses against quarterbacks. Um, I picked up uh, Darius Slayton at wide receiver, uh, and he's going up against Philly's defense, which is uh, fifth against wide receivers. Uh, I've also got uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, MVS, going up against the number one defense against wide receivers, which is Denver. Uh, so, you know, I've got some tough matchups built into my lineup this week and, um, you know, next week I'll definitely be able to play, uh, Gibson and McLaurin. We'll see if I play, uh, the Dotson maybe too, um, cause he's on by and we'll see if, uh, Lamar Jackson recovers. I think the timetable is uh, up to three weeks for him, so he might not be back. But um, if he's not back, then uh, Dak Prescott will probably have a better matchup uh, mm-hmm. next week. He probably won't be against the number two defense for against quarterbacks. So uh, he'll probably have a better week next week. And, um, yeah, that's that's what it's really about. Uh, it's, a, it's a marathon with these uh, playoff rounds, not a, not a sprint. I like it. Marathon, not a sprint. I think you know we'll go have a picks our my picks Swami's picks and a little bit to finish off the segment, um, but uh, Luke has a very s- smart uh, you know kind of approach there where he's looking at matchup by matchup and that's all you can do in the playoffs is you know kind of take things in stride. If you're trying to you know put things one thing or the other, you're gonna struggle. So anyway, Luke, we're glad that I had you on. I hope that you. I wish you the best of luck this week against Danny. I think it should be a great matchup, and uh, I hope that you enjoy coming on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, this was a great time. I really enjoyed it. Good, good, good. Well, I'm glad that you came on. Uh, we'll be sure to keep you updated on the scores and whatnot for next week. When we come back, we'll pick our final two semifinal matchups before we finish off and head out to week 14. Thank you again for joining me on the League Podcast, Luke, and we'll be back in a minute to finish off. All right. Okay, now to finish off this week's podcast, we have to talk picks for our divisional round. This round, in my opinion, is the best week of football in the league, not just because it's the best matchups, but also because it usually coincides with, you know, holidays, getting around, starting to see some friends, whatnot. So divisional picks are... Really fun time. You usually get to watch them sometimes with your opponent or at least try to watch them with your opponent. So our first matchup, we have the favorite going into the playoffs right now, Dan Feger, hosting Colton Dellinger, who uh, just beat Ben the previous week. Um, if I were to predict this solely upon the team, it would be Dan's, no problem. But, uh, I mean, sorry, no contest. But uh, it's, uh, you know, this is a bit more nuanced. Col- Colton's team has been hot. A.J. Brown looked really good last week. Still was a good trio of running backs with, over in his team with Taylor and Elliott, Damian Pierce. Like, you know, Colin's, Colin's got some playmakers on his team. Problem is, he's got a couple guys on the bye, and I, this, I, 
Dan's team has just been tough to stop because he could beat you so many ways. There's no way Mahomes and Henry are going to have another set of bad weeks this week. So I think I think while Dan is not only the favorite, he's also just like there's there has to be a lot of reasons why he loses. And maybe maybe those things happen. Maybe he gets a bad performance from Mahomes or or from Derrick Henry. But I just I just don't see that happening. And I just think his team is too strong. Not to mention the Eagles defense. Like they have pretty good days the next two weeks against the Giants and the Bears. So. I hate to I hate to say because I don't want him to win, but and I'm trying to be impartial. But I I will pick Dan to win on the off chance that my pick brings him bad luck. So we're gonna go Dan two o four to Colton one eighty three. I think Dan wins this comfortably, unfortunately, uh, and gets to his second consecutive final, which for him would be an accomplishment for sure. Um, so congratulations to Dan. Um, on such a good season for, and I, and I do think that he makes it. Um, Colton having a good season as well, but I just see Dan making this, uh, make, making this too hard for Colton. Our second matchup, much more interesting one in my opinion. Danny Angle surprisingly makes it out of the wild card round and will find his way at Luke, uh, Luke Ducre's team. And uh, Luke, on the year, you know, pretty pretty decent season. He was in the easier of the two divisions, but he had to play everybody once, so division really only mattered for record. Um, he still would have been in the playoff even if he uh, was in the other division because he had a good enough record. But Luke's team, he's got he's got a lot of guys on the bye. We talked about it in our segment with him when he picked his team and uh, to win, but his team's got a lot of people on the bye, and I think that that could hurt him. Uh, Danny Angle's got Jalen Hurts, who's been phenomenal. Um, and Devontae Smith, who's been pretty good too, along with Hurts. Um, Danny's team, really, I mean, the only, uh, I, I don't, I don't think Danny's team is going to get it, put up any bad weeks. So the question is, will Luke falter enough for Danny to come ahead? I, the likelihood, and Danny's coming up to my apartment this weekend, but just the, the likelihood, likelihood, excuse me, of Danny putting up two good weeks, there's Luke putting up two good weeks. I think it's likely that uh, Luke does that. I just he can't trust Danny this time in the playoffs. I want to. I really, really want to. I mean, I love him so much, and I know he's putting in effort this year. But I gotta trust Elliot Craze. So I think we're gonna go chalk here. We're gonna go one two. We're gonna go Dan over Colton. I'm gonna pick Luke to win over Danny. Agreeing with Luke's pick, 187 to 162. I don't think Dan. I don't think Luke's, uh, Danny's gonna put up such a Luke decent weeks. 187 162. I have Luke. Meeting Dan in the final next week should be a great matchup. I'd love to experience that with both of them, but, you know, it's, it might be tough. But anyway, uh, that is our podcast uh, on this lovely, we're not publishing it, Friday uh, afternoon. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, good luck if you're playing this week, and if you're not, you know, pick a side. Put a, put a little lettuce on, you know. I'm all about, you know, trying to, you know, keep things interesting as we get to this point in the season. Um Next week, we'll have do a little, uh, just like we did last past week, we'll do a little in-between podcast, in-between the matchup, and we'll kind of dig in to see who's winning and hopefully bring on another fun guest just like we brought on Luke today. Once again, guys, thanks for listening. Stay tuned, and as always, go Birds.